Welcome, I'm Becky Davis, founder and coach at Fantastic People, and this is about answering the question, what the F is a coach? <laughs> uh, my name's Zoe Hanson, I'm, uh, I'm on the podcast with Becky today. Um, so, what the F is a coach, Becky? Oh, it's, it's a question that I get asked so much, and even as a coach, I struggle to answer that. Okay. So, in the most succinct way is that I facilitate change for people. But even that sounds a bit weird to me because nobody comes to me and says, Becky, could you help me facilitate some change, please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe it's easier for me to tell you what it isn't. Okay, go for it. It's not mentoring. So I don't tell my clients what to do. I don't bring my own experience. I don't advise them. Um, It's not training. So you don't sit in a classroom and learn around the theories of what might help you as a person. And it's not therapy. It's not counselling. Okay. Okay. So it's not any of those things. So, so if somebody comes to you um, and they say, hey, Becky, you're a coach. Can you help me? What are the kind of things that they do bring to you? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, loads of different things that people bring to me. So, um, and this is quite a, a regular one recently, actually, which is where people have changed jobs. And they've gone to the job where they're thinking it's all shiny bells and whistles and they've arrived and landed and actually it isn't. So that knocks on confidence and it knocks on their decision making. So they want to make a change, but they've kind of, they're taking responsibility, feeling they've shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one reason. Others, people are being made redundant and want some help looking for a new career um, or making decisions of what that looks like. Lots of people starting new businesses at the moment. And from that, I have business owners that might be brand new business owners or business owners that are maybe five or six years in. um, But suddenly the business is much bigger than they'd ever planned for. And they're not getting the same satisfaction. So there's some dissatisfaction there. I Um, think with that as well, that I can see where I can see where that might come in. Uh, if you have set up a business and it was you doing all of the work or you making the product, let's yeah. say, and then you've brought in staff or whatever, and then you are just almost the admin person. Yeah. So it's all you're managing stuff you never expected to manage. Right. So suddenly you're managing people. So you might have started something as a lifestyle business. And then six years later, you're managing 10 people, you know, the, the, the role that you're playing is completely different. So I, I've definitely had that where we've gone back and looked at originally what the plan was, why they started that business, what was important to them about it at that, at that time. Okay. Do you know another one as well, if I can just mention, which is because uh, this is, I feel this personally too, is that people feeling stuck and frustrated when they um, are in part-time roles. So, you know, I've worked with some brilliant people that just feel less than because they're in a part-time role and they get given sort of in inverted commas, part-time jobs, Right. you know, and they're brilliant. They're creative. They've got loads of skills and talent, but they're just frustrated with the workplace, not, not providing them the, the, the job and what they want to do. So yeah, feeling stuck and frustrated is, is a key one there. Yeah, and I think that that's sort of a theme, isn't it? That Mm -hmm. if you're feeling stuck and frustrated, a coach might be able to help you get out of that circle. So so what would happen if I come to you and I say, okay, so um, I've started this business, but it's grown quite quickly. It's not quite what I wanted to do. It's doing great, but... Where do I go from here? Yeah. So if you, well, first of all, we'd have a clarity call. And if you decided I was the coach that you wanted to work with, 
whatever you present to me, what you've just explained, or whether it's the person that's changed jobs and not happy, I have a non-directive approach, which means that yes, we will agree objectives at the start. Yes, absolutely. There will be a goal to the coaching program together. But it's non-directive, meaning that you lead every session. Okay. So what I bring are my skills, so my my listening skills, my language skills, you know, all my experience of different psychologies, tools and processes. But it is you that leads it because what a coach often presents, you know, I'm in a business, I'm not happy with it anymore often isn't actually the problem. Okay. So it's that space to allow the coachee to talk and for them to bring what is actually going on. And and we don't have time to think, do we? So, you know, how many, how much time have you had to think today? Probably two and a half minutes. (laughs) Yeah, and you're probably doing good at two and a half minutes. So the coaching allows the focus to be wholeheartedly on the coachee to figure stuff out and get themselves out of what generally is a stuck and frustrated sort of starting point. And so what do you do? Do you go back over um, lots of things that have happened or... Do you say, okay, well, give me your problems, your business problems, and I will have a look and say, this is where you need to solve a problem? Yeah. So not to oversimplify it, but I allow the coachee to talk, you know, so so they will present to me their first thoughts. And then me as a coach, what I do is I just stay curious. So I don't get caught up in what I've been told. I listen for what isn't being said. Um, and like I say, the curious is the most important thing that you can be as a coach I don't make any assumptions around what your answers are I ask good questions in terms of their thought-provoking questions they will challenge perspective Um, they will help you see things differently but I don't have your answers so I don't have a set program if you say right I want to start a business I'm like great you're on program a off we go yeah we will talk about everything that's driving you to want to start that business your you know innate desire what's the purpose behind that lots of different approaches and see this is why it's so hard to explain what a coach does (laughs) because it's really about what the client does so I facilitate the space I allow time to think I listen really well and I bring some really good tools to the toolkit you know and so here's an example I've got a client she couldn't make a decision she was really struggling her and her husband were renovating the house he was really busy she had to make some decisions what color paint you know how many windows and she was struggling and she had really since having a couple of kids she won't mind me saying you know lost a bit of confidence so instead of talking around what she could do to move forward we did go back a little bit so we talked around her bravest moment um way back in Peru years and years ago when she jumped off a waterfall she's scared of heights and she's scared of water oh my gosh but it was so hot her desire to clean herself and get cool like overwhelmed that and we went back and we really associated with that person she was then the one that had all that belief and strength to say you know what I am going to jump off I can do this and she did it on her own and then what we did is we took that all that energy from she had in that moment into making decisions into what color paint you know, the, 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 the really difficult... She's now painted a waterfall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that that's an example, if that makes sense, of like how we will get out of the story of, I can't make a decision on the house renovation 
to like let's remember who you are like who are you and we all know like in the myriad of like life and work and if you're a parent being a parent or or whatever a carer or with covid we can all forget a little bit about who we are you know and what's brilliant within us and that's what the coaching space can do it it reminds you of how brilliant we all are that's brilliant that's amazing and Am I right in saying that you sort of take it right back, you strip everything back and you work on people's values? So that's your sort of almost starting blocks. It's you work out what somebody's values are. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go back to the foundations. And I definitely have a foundation starting point, which is around values, which is an exercise that I either do with a client or I give them before our coaching starts for them to do on their own if they want to. And that will be them looking and exploring their values getting that list down to just six values and then spending some time thinking around times when they felt brilliant and times when they felt a bit rubbish. And I can bet your bottom dollar, I don't know where that saying comes from, (laughs) um, that when they felt brilliant, their values were aligned, they were in place. And when they felt rubbish, their values weren't in place. But with that awareness comes the ability to make decisions. You know, you have that ability to make decisions in the future. So, you know, you've got a bit of a quandary. What's a decision you've had recently, Zoe, that you've struggled with? Um, What to cook for tea, but that's every day. (laughs) I think think with the values thing, I think you're right. You're right, because, you know, if you talk to somebody about their happiest moment, their mm. most confident moment, it's when, like you say, all of the values are sort of underlined, aren't they? Okay, yeah. my friends were there, my family were there. I, I was feeling great on stage yeah. doing this. Yeah. Um, and so I suppose they are then the the building blocks. They are the foundations of what you do as a coach. Yeah, absolutely. I have another exercise around strengths that I, I share with my clients but that's not around them deciding what their strengths are because we'll never see ourselves the same as other people see Mm -hmm. us but it's from the you know the trusted sort of external people like what do they see their strengths of and when we hear it from someone else we quite often have a tendency to believe it more than if we're just trying to like figure it out for ourselves so you know I always say like be aware of your weaknesses, but play to your strengths. You know, people spend so much time focusing on trying to improve their weaknesses. Why would you do that? It makes no sense to me. You know, we've got these strengths, play to them. That's where you're going to have your best life. What are the most common values that people have? Um, Do you know what? They really vary. They really vary. But when I share the exercise with a client after having done an initial clarity call with them, I'm never surprised by them. So, you know, you might have somebody that's nurturing, that's creative, that's loyal, that's, you know, focused. And then you might have somebody that's adventurous, outside, family, friends, or, you know, it really varies. But like I say, I, I guess it comes with experience. But probably if I shared my values with you, you might not be surprised. And likewise, but we don't spend any time thinking about this stuff. Yeah. And that's what coaching does. It's focused on you as a person you know that whole 75 minute session every other week is all about you and even that is something that we just don't get in our day-to-day world this is opening my eyes because I didn't realize that this is what a coach did Mm -hmm. I thought that a coach would come in and say okay well you're not charging enough for that and you (laughs) you need to find a better accountant for that yeah and um that's what I sort of thought that it was yeah so we've got the values um we've got the values exercise that you do 
And then you go to um, having these coaching sessions. Yeah. And so, so is that the process then? What happens in those coaching sessions? Yeah. So there's a 12-week program with six sessions. So you'll have a session every other week or there or thereabouts. You know, people have holidays and lives to get on with. And within those sessions, I will keep an eye on the objectives that we've agreed right at the start. But I think as I might have explained, like it's non-directive. So it's whatever you present with on that day. So I, I had a client who wanted to start a business and she arrived to talk about her business. And this is in relation to your question of what happens in the session. So I have no set program with her wanting to start a business. I work with what arrives. And then she arrives and we don't talk anything about her business for six sessions. We okay. talk about what's holding her back from making the decision about her business. And actually with her, we did go quite far back in terms of what was holding her back from making that decision. At the end of the six sessions, although we hadn't talked about, you know, like like you've said, right, well, you're going to need an accountant. You need, you know, set up a bank account. You need to like write a business plan. Didn't do any of that. That's not what coaching is. That's mentoring. And we talked around what was holding her back. But that's when we you hear the word transformational coaching. Yeah. So that's transformational because what she learned and discovered about herself will stay with her forever. There's, there's huge longevity of learning there. And did she start the business? Yes, she did start the business. (laughs) No client confidentiality breach there, but yes, she did start the business. What about um, when you have a business owner come to you? So Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they're feeling disgruntled or maybe they're feeling a bit, you know, frustrated with life and all I'm doing is working and all of this sort of stuff. What do you do with somebody like that? Once I've built some trust and relationship with that person and listen to what they have to share with me, my question for them would probably would be, what's really going on here? Okay. But you can only ask that question once you've built trust and relationship. Because that to me, and again, I don't go in with a preconceived idea. So I'm not, you know, I wouldn't think ahead. I wouldn't skip ahead. But having seen that scenario a few times, the question that's likely to come is what's really going on here? And I do have questions that I use quite regularly because... I don't like to talk about limiting beliefs and all that sort of stuff. It's too coachy speak, but we've all got them. We all know we've got those beliefs that hold us back. Um, So there's some key questions. They're not just, every question has a purpose. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have a log of questions that I'm going to ask you. Mm -hmm. The questions come in the moment. Okay. Tell me why. Why would anybody come and see a coach? (laughs) I mean, why would you not come and see a coach? <laughs> so, so this is the whole thing that I can't get my head around. And I'm obviously biased because I'm a coach. Yeah. But it's the best thing that you could do in terms of giving yourself that time to think and make informed decisions about how you live your life. And it, it's like it is a workout for the brain. Just like why would you go to the gym? Well, because you're going to go and work your body out. Why would you go and see a coach? Because that's imagine that 90 minutes a month to just spend on you to to share to offload and and it's really hard until you've been through that process with a really good coach to understand and explain why you might do that but I thoroughly thoroughly recommend to everyone go and get yourself a coach we all need a good coach so I'm going to end this with one question what the f is a coach A coach is somebody that will give you space and time to think and facilitate change for you. They will help you be less stuck and less frustrated with your life.